IT in general is a sort of a passion of mine since my youth. While other kids were playing football or something in the streets, I was coding. My role is to make it modern, make it coherent. That's a challenge. I like to adapt to the situation and mainly to the person I'm talking to because each one of us is very different and very different from morning to the afternoon. We are complex beings. You have to learn a lot of things to do just one thing, think for you. Don't let the other people's opinions think for you. This is CRNet TV. My name is Hendrik Deckers and I'm here today with uh, Louis Engrossa, who is the, uh, until recently the IT director of ERSAG, the Water and Waste Services Regulation Authority in Portugal. Welcome, Louis. Louis has a degree in marketing management, MBA in international marketing and finance, and was for the last 15 years the CIO at this uh, organization. And he was recently appointed as head of uh, IT and training at the Portuguese National Institute for Conservation of Nature and Forestry, where we are uh, a guest today. And Louis is also the co-founder of the Portuguese Blockchain Alliance. A very warm welcome, Louis. You're welcome, also. Nice to meet you here. So, uh, Louis, what I wanted to talk about first is at uh, ERSAR the data center uh, program that you have uh, implemented there. What was the challenge? How did you approach it? And what were the results? All right. The challenge was quite simple. I mean, we had uh, an old data center. It was no, no more a very nice thing to have. A lot of services were depending on it. And uh, then we had to make a decision. We need a new one. Mm -hmm. Uh, back in those days, the cloud was not a very important issue. Uh, so we consider it, but with something in mind to the future, not to have in mind in those days. Mm -hmm. So we decided to implement a new data center mm -hmm. from scratch. Um, the thing is, we had a, an old data center working there in the same place. So we had to make all the modifications in the space during the same time where the, the production systems were there. Yeah. It was a very nice uh, challenge. challenge and the program to, to have in place. And it took about uh, three months to implement in physically. Mm -hmm. So that was the first part. So the challenge was we need better conditions because we have a lot of IT systems that rely on this infrastructure yep. and the present infrastructure infrastructure is not okay. So we need a new one. That, what, that was what we, we did. And can you explain again what the, 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 really the function is of, uh, of ERSAR in, uh, in Portugal? Okay. ERSAR is a national regulator mm -hmm. for a sector that involves water, uh, tap water uh, delivery to, to the customer and uh, also waste and sewage. Yep. There are um, several entities that prov provide you those services. Usually water and sewage are yep. the same the ident uh, identity, uh, identity and 
the waste is provided by an, usually another company. But these companies need to be regulated. And they're typically private companies in, uh, in Portugal? There are, the, there are both. Oh, yeah. So that's one of the reasons we need a regulator. What's the, what's the regulator? Mm -hmm. um, it's an identity that's dependent on the national Portuguese parliament. Mm -hmm. It's not dependent on the government because the idea is to have the technical stuff first, mm -hmm. not the political. Okay. So we have a lot of uh, engineers from those kinds of services looking at the, at the services that are provided. Mm -hmm. So imagine this, you have a public uh, service provider and a private service provider. So it's, it, it, it pursues a lucrative activity. Mm -hmm. That's normal, okay? Yeah. The public uh, at, um, provider usually uses another kind of approach. No. So the regulator is here to tell the first ones, you guys should lower the prices because their pressure is to no. go up the, with the price. The public uh, providers usually do the, the, the opposite. I mean, they are depending on elections. So they tend to want to lower the price. Then the regular low cost. You, yeah. yeah, you know, you, you know, you should uh, go up with those uh, those uh, prices because because you have to uh, support the cost of for that activity. Yeah. So the regulator regulates the price economically. That's one of the functions. The other functions is to ensure that the water for human consumption, tap water is okay for us to drink. Yeah. Portugal has uh, almost 100% secure water, so you can go anywhere and you can open the, the, the tap the, the, the tap water, the yes. tap water yeah. drink it directly, no problems whatsoever. You can um, taste water different from one place to another, but that's usually a condition of the installation yeah. that you are using not the quality of the water that's provided to the mm -hmm. customer. So Portugal in, in, that, in that case has, has made a tremendous uh, evolution mm -hmm. in, the best, in the past uh, decade or so. Yes. So, and that is due to AirSAR's main functions. Yeah. And you were there, the, the CIO, for, for 15 years. And what was your role as the CIO? What was the main your main objective, your main contribution to that organization? Um, I, had, I had this uh, immediate concern. Mm -hmm. The lights must go on, the mm -hmm. systems must be uh, running. Yeah. That's the, the, the main concern. Yeah. Then we, we have another concern that we are providing a service to the society. Mm -hmm. We should make, uh, we should make it very real to have a very good service provided to the to the citizens. Mm -hmm. I mean, for instance, when you pay the invoice for the water in Portugal, a small fee is directed to SR. Mm -hmm. It represents less than 1% in, in, in the budget of uh, any family. Yeah. But it is, I'm talking average. Mm -hmm. But it's, very, it's a very important service because if you don't have uh, nice quality water, you can't have uh, a very public uh, good health, yeah. for instance. 
Now, besides the uh, data center that you uh, uh, re redone and revamped, were there other interesting programs that you that you implemented in this uh, the company that you would like to talk sure, about? Sure. Uh, the other one was um, we had this uh, difficulty. First of all, we we were needing a new document management system. Mm -hmm. I, I mean, not new. We didn't have anything. We had paper, lots of paper, and we need uh, we needed a, a document management system. Then we start looking for those kinds of solutions. We found uh, a lot of them. But then again, we were also needing a business process management solution. Mm -hmm. And that is not the same thing. Those are two different things that need to work we very well uh, together. Mm -hmm. Back in those days, uh, there was no uh, good solution to, to that, uh, to that uh, um, issue. Mm -hmm. Then we, uh, we start to see, okay, but we are regulator. We, we need to produce some sort of KPIs and uh, to promote a sort of um, virtual concurrency and between operators, those identities pro that provide services to the customers and citizens in general. So we are not able to buy those things. Mm -hmm. They are not done. The other option is, okay, we develop those yeah. uh, in-house, but we are a small organization. ESR is less than 100, 100 persons. So how can we handle that? We end up in, somewhere in the middle. Yeah. We, we chose, we've chose uh, OutSystems, mm -hmm. uh, a Portuguese um, platform uh, development uh, company. They it's a, were a low-code development platform, right? Yes, it's a low-code development platform. They were also, back in those days, um, starting, more or less. Uh, it's one of the biggest IT companies, unicorns in, uh, in, in Portugal, right? Yeah, it was one of the first no. unicorns in Portugal right now. But uh, they, have, they had a few years ago this big contract with the U.S., uh, military organization I think I, I think it was all the the government uh, military military organization in the US so that sh should be good for them yeah. uh, but we are a few years before that when when we started to have these kind of issues and when we uh, made the contact with our systems and we thought uh, okay this is the right thing for us because it's possible to develop fast uh, uh, applications. It's possible to have governance all, all, all over these this, uh, different applications. We can have several projects with several teams going on the, on, on the base on the, over the same base system. Mm -hmm. And we can do a add-on approach with modular approach. Yep. Um, and that went uh, very well. We started to, the, the first uh, modules were obviously uh, process management and document management. Mm -hmm. So those were nuclear. Also a directory of uh, 
uh, organizations that uh, have to report data to, to ERSAR. And with the years uh, going on, we digitalize a lot of processes. For instance, on when it concerns to tap water quality, mm -hmm. uh, the operators or the providers, as we, have, uh, as we call it, call them, uh, they have to report to ERSAR some sort of business plan that involves uh, thousands of uh, analytical data uh, um, in the quality of the water. Yeah. So, and they have to say annually, look, this is what I'm going to, to do in the next 12 months. It's very detailed okay. because they have to say, we will go to take samples from that house, that coffee, that hotel, in that street, in that day, and the number of parameters are the list yeah. in those. So it's, it's a huge amount of data that's re recalled. And those things were previously done on paper. Oh, yeah. So we had tho those, uh, those uh, activities sort of digitalized. Yeah. And now the, the, the providers report directly in, in our system. system. Yeah. So the data is it's, uh, on our side. They are able to, to correct the data during certain kind of periods, all according to the Portuguese law. Those, uh, these things are, um, have to obey to a lot of rules. So, so you're a big fan of, of, of out systems, a big fan of, of low code uh, development tools? Yes, I'm not and, a developer and, anymore. No, and, and one of the early adopters as well. Yes, okay. yes we are. So that was a good solution for us, mm -hmm. for us because um, otherwise we would have a myriad of systems, yeah. uh, business rules and a lot of... So, so you would say if there's no like, standard software available and you don't want to go and, and program in C++ or whatever you want to program in, that local development uh, tools like Mendix or OutSystem and so is, is, is a really good platform to go quick and build a lot of functionality even for smaller organizations. Yes, and there is another concern in there. You have to be able to governance, to do the governance on all, on all those small things, yeah. all those bits of codes and have to, the thing has to be coherent. And, and that's easier in, in these systems? Yeah. Okay, and how is that easier? Because everything is in, in a central place, or how do I need to see that? Because you have a lot of tools mm -hmm. to do this, those, uh, those kinds of tasks. Okay. The, the, these kinds of platforms provide you with those tools. Uh, there's a, there's a, like a library of tools and templates and so on and so on. And, yeah. and, and the developers work with those. They are... They are you can say they are, uh, there is a certain kind of orchestration in the development cycles yeah. and uh, it's possible to very, f very rapidly, very f with very fast, to introduce mo new, mo new features, modifications, uh, bug fixing and everything without stopping the system. Yeah. I mean, uh, in two, we have two major uh, deliveries in those in those systems mm -hmm. uh, for um, by months. Okay. 
So it's 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 good. So every month you can have two new versions of of the applications yeah. coming out, or different modules, or different screens, or whatever. The granularity is it's the one that you want to have. Okay. So it's it's very nice for 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 the the users, and they really love this kind of involvement and feedback loop, because if they say. Look, there is something here that should be working in a, in a, in a different way, and yeah. if you have the opportunity to really fast change that and point out, is it okay? Do you do you agree with this? Yeah. They feel like that's there's something that belongs to them. Usually, that that kind of approach is very good, uh, and it's very different from the other kind of approach that people say. This is what we want to build, and someone else uh, is going to build that. Yeah. They return to you uh, after a lot of time, yeah. six months, <laughs> yeah. and and when you see it, okay, it's and, not really what I was looking for. And your requirements have changed in the meantime, yeah. and so on. Okay. Yes, that's you know. So let's talk a bit about your your new role here. So you're now head of uh, of IT and training at the Portuguese National Institute for Conservation of Nature and Forestry. What is this organization about and what is what is the role that you have and the challenges that you're facing in this organization? Okay. The organization is a totally different one from from ERSAR. Uh -huh. It's also bigger. It has about uh, 1500 per people mm -hmm. and um, it's scattered all over the country in more than 80 places. Mm -hmm. I'm fairly new here, yep. so I'm like a sort of a forest, uh, foreigner in here. Um, but I'm grasping the, these challenges that we have here mm -hmm. when it concerns to IT, uh, the machine role, uh, the machinery, servers, data center, and everything. At the moment, that's not my uh, my. Those are not my issues. Mm -hmm. We have a different organization here. So here I'm focused in the systems. And the applications. And the applications. applications. Side, yeah. uh, systems uh, as applications. Yeah. So what do we have here? We have a myriad of systems mm -hmm. of, or applications, if you call yeah. it those, that, that way. Uh, applications for uh, fishing, for uh, hunting, for... Uh, Forest management, I mean, a lot, a lot of those. Those are uh, some of those are in use, and other ones are in develop under development right now. Right now, we have a document management system. We have a, a process management system, sort of. Uh, we have a, yeah, human resources system, a financial system, and they are not talking <laughs> with each other. So that's uh, so. There's a lot of legacy, completely different systems, and yes. and your role is to like review how how, how can we go forward yeah. and, and my role and is to make this more modern. Yeah, make it modern. Uh, make it make those silos talk to each other. Mm -hmm. uh, make it coherent, and that's a challenge. Yeah. That's a big challenge because this is a very big organization when, when you think about Portuguese standards, yeah. because it's a small country. 
and we have uh, a very different kind of uh, people working in here. Of course, we have uh, uh, the people in the headquarters, like uh -huh. like here, like where we are at the moment, but we also have the guy that's the lumberjack, so the guy that's cleaning up the the, the forests, yeah. and uh, so. We and those guys also need tools to work, uh, not only saws and axes and everything yeah. else. They need uh, so software to assist them. There is uh, also some sort of responsibility when it concerns to um, preservation of the of nature. Uh, endangered species, uh, um, in, invade, in, invader, in, in species that invaded uh, the, this this territory that mm -hmm. they are that they are not from here. Uh, some kind of uh, diseases, uh, for for instance, uh, the plague, the for the for the porks. Yeah. Uh, that's uh, I, th I think it's in, in, in Europe. Uh, it's not in here in the northern part yeah. of Europe. It's not here in Portugal or Spain. But those kinds of uh, challenges are all over the place. Yeah. The um, National Institute for Conservation of Nature and Forestry, where you work now, is is a very widespread traditional administration, let's say, that needs to go through a kind of a digital transformation, correct? Yes. It's, it started that, that, that transformation. Uh, we are at, now at the moment where we have a lot of different pieces, mm -hmm. so it's, it's normal. We, if you have something that's not digitalized, mm -hmm. you work with paper. Yeah. Then from those guys that work there, a few of them, okay, let's digitalize this process. Let's use this system to, or that application to do this, this. And then we have a sort of mush, mushroom forest mm -hmm. with silos of information and data stored in, in, those, in, in those silos. Now we need to do the next step. Yeah. It's going to make it a coherent system. Yeah. So let's talk a little bit about the uh, the blockchain alliance as well. Yeah. You're one of the co-founders there. What is it exactly? What's what's its mission and goal? And and, and what are the activities that are going on? Simply put, uh, blockchain alliance in, uh, envisions to um, bring this blockchain on and DLT distributed ledger technologies yeah. um, to the enterprise medium and also the government and the state. I mean, the idea is to um, provide information to the different stakeholders. Mm -hmm. Look, there is something new here, something that you should know about and uh, eventually also play some, play some kind of role uh, when it concerns to legislation making. Of course, we are not involved in that yeah. because we are a private organization, but... You can influence you, that. Yeah, yeah. We, we can try to influence. Yep. Is blockchain a hot topic today in, uh, in Portugal? I think it is. Mm -hmm. 
I mean, and what we do you are see involved. as major opportunities? For instance, in in in, in administration and the world where where you live in, you see major opportunities for blockchain and this this definitely, kind of organizations. Definitely, because uh, when it, when it concerns to a, a government. Uh, there are a lot of services and a lot of small applications. Mm -hmm. For instance, if you as a citizen um, want to go hunting, you need a license to hunt. Yeah. Then you come to here at this institute. You can do this online, of course. Yeah. You obtain your license. Okay, I'm a hunter. Yeah. I, I, I have a license. I've paid for it. Now I'm going to hunt. When you're in the bush, if uh, the police approaches you, approaches you, they will ask, where is your licensing for hunting? Do you have it? Yes, it is. Officer, it's here. Yeah. Um, imagine a situation when you don't need to have a paper or, or a card or whatever, a yeah. token, but you have it somewhere in the blockchain so so it's publicly available for the it's right publicly people. available for the right uh, people in this case you have it and the authority can check it yeah. you the only thing they have to do is identify you yeah. if they identify you okay you're okay to they scan your iris, your eye, or your <laughs> fingerprint. You, you can use the national citizen's <laughs> card. It's more than enough. Okay. <laughs>